you're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Aquarius season in 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you what your sign is. It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Freedom from the Known, the Embodied Astrology episode for Aquarius season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can scribe... If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and Embodied Astrology Basics handbooks. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world, and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going, and side note, recurring monthly donations get you access to the awesome subscriber content. The number one way you can support this work is to share it. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thank you so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I will be right back with your horoscope. Taurus, welcome to Aquarius season. Aquarius season looks pretty exciting to me. We've been going through so many changes and change is the name of the game in 2020. And Aquarius season is when I think a lot of these changes start to become visible and manifest in more tangible ways, especially for you. Because for you, Aquarius has a lot to do with your place in the world and how you want to see yourself kind of projected in the larger world, in your more external identity. What is it that you want to be when you grow up? These are some themes that you're going to be thinking about in Aquarius season. Now, Aquarius is a sign that resonates with uh, humanitarian ideas, with collectivism, with this future forward notion that we can work together through all of our differences. Humanity can find a way to work together. 
And when we think about the totem or the archetype of Aquarius, we think about the water bearer. Aquarius is the energy that brings in a soothing element to humanity, that helps humans regulate and understand their emotions, to work skillfully with them, um, to figure out how to communicate across differences and to come together beyond differences to work for a shared and common outcome. And this is an energy that we definitely want to be moving towards in the world. And there's something about this energy that's really important for you in terms of the work that you're doing in the world and specifically the ways that you're projecting yourself out in the world. Now, how this is happening is going to be vastly different for everybody who's Taurus identified, but there is some kind of theme right now around you really um, kind of understanding what your priorities are and what you want to be working towards and how your priorities and what you're working towards are engaging with a kind of larger conversation that's happening in the world or they're of benefit to the collective in some way. And this benefit might be you being a rebel, might be you refusing to get along with the old and with the status quo. It might be you finding bridges to bring people together or anything in between. But however you're orienting yourself to this time right now, it's absolutely essential that you are yourself, that you are not trying to be anybody else, that you're not uh, playing into a group mentality. Um, if you are a person like many of us who spends any amount of time on social media, this can be really hard right now. I mean, we spend a lot of time with our eyeballs and our minds being filled with information from other people. And the influence of others is definitely uh, hugely informative for all of us. So how do you work skillfully with your place within the collective? You're just one person. There are billions of people on earth. You're nothing special, but you're also different than everybody else. And how can you rest into that difference? Don't concede. Don't back down. Don't act. <laughs> You know, I mean, if acting is your job, then act, but don't act like someone else if you're not getting paid and if it's not enjoyable for you. And over the course of these last couple months, um, I think your priorities have been clarifying to a, a large extent. If you listen to your horoscope for Capricorn season, this is a lot of what I was talking about, you have got to be on your path in a way that is authentic for you. You don't want to be uh, kowtowing to authorities um, or your kind of projected power figures right now. You have to be stepping up to take your own place of power. You have to be stepping into your own authority. And your authority doesn't mean that you need to impose it on anybody else. In fact, you want to use your authority to help free other people to be more connected with their authority, with their empowerment. And this has something to do with what you're bringing into the world right now. You are a person who um, in some way is holding a seed of the future vision and you have to allow yourself to really embody this future vision. Be it. Don't apologize for it. Be it. Do it. Bring it. Aquarius season is bringing a lot of reflective, retrospective energy with it as well. And this is due to um, Mercury moving into its retrograde cycle for a good portion of this season. 
Mercury enters its retrograde shadow on February 3rd, and it will station retrograde on March 5th. So from February 3rd through March 5th, Mercury is traversing the territory that it will then retrograde over. From March 5th through March 16th, it is retrograde. And then from March 16th through March 30th, it is re-traversing that same territory. This territory is 28 degrees of Aquarius to 12 degrees of Pisces. Check your natal chart. If you have planets or points between 12 Pisces and 28 Aquarius, these planets or points will need to be examined. Their energies need to be worked with during Mercury's retrograde. Mercury retrograde is always a time to apply the RE prefix, especially when it comes to any kinds of communication um, efforts that you're making, when it comes to logistics and contracts and plans, when it comes to important or large purchases. Research, <laughs> reflect, remain with the decision, um, revise, refine, remember. During Mercury's retrograde, we need to go inward. Um, we're often not working with all of the information that we need. We might remember things or we might discover things that are really important for us to make these future-oriented decisions. Now, Mercury retrograde for you is specifically um, working with your ideas about the future working with your plans, uh, your hopes, your worries, and also with your awareness of yourself as part of a larger social whole. So if you think about yourself as a pebble falling into a lake and ripples uh, spreading out from that pebble, we want to think about this Mercury retrograde cycle as those ripples. And so you're thinking about the energy that emanates from you and that emanates into the space around you that has to do with your uh, social circumstances and also with your influences and affect in the world and therefore your future. During Mercury's retrograde, it may be really important for you to consider who you're spending time with, and what kinds of environments you find yourself in. You want to be filling your mind and filling your spirit with inspiration. You want to be connecting to people who are sensitive, who are tenderhearted, who are transparent, and who are a little bit magical. You want to believe in magic right now, and this is something that you want to bring into the world in some capacity. Your magic might be intuition, it might be art, it might be um, talking to spirits, I don't know. But in some way or another, you want to be feeding yourself magic. And that means that you need to be connecting to it in the world. And you also want to be thinking about how you are a magician in your life, how you are um, spreading magical energy into the space around you. You want to be calling this in. You also want to be spreading it out. During Mercury retrograde, again, we're advised to not make important decisions, sign important contracts, yada yada. So work it into your plans to revise, to research, to return. If you're making big purchases, check the return policies. If you're signing important contracts, see if you can get a clause of some kind of period of reflection because you might change your mind and especially because this Mercury retrograde is dealing so much with the future. Um, this is definitely a time when you want to kind of stay open-ended and open-minded. We've got a couple of other planets changing signs during Aquarius season. Venus will move into Aries uh, between February 17th and March 16th. 
Now Aries is the sign that directly precedes yours and therefore it speaks to everything that is around you that deeply, deeply influences you but you cannot articulate. So we're thinking about your unconscious, your dream space and your more subtle bodies and your subtle energy. Venus in the space of your chart underlines and underscores this need for you to be connecting with magic and connecting with your intuition and finding ways to reach out and connect with the subliminal and the subtle energies all around you. Venus is a magnetic force. It's an attracting force. Use Venus's presence in Aries, February 17th through March 16th to pray and to meditate and to really try and connect through your resonance and through your energy to the more subtle or spiritual vibrations that are around you. They are everywhere. They're within plants, they're within rocks, they're within animals. Nature is full of subtle vibrations that are so life-giving, that have so much intelligence. Um, you can definitely reach out to other kinds of energies, to angelic presences, to your guides, to ancestors, to the stars. Um, this would all be beneficial for you during this transit and potentially bear fruit of you being communicated uh, in return with. So you might open a door um, for some kind of divine energy to come in and connect with you. From February 16th through March 31st, Mars will transit Capricorn. Now, I mentioned um, a couple of minutes ago the Capricorn season horoscope. You might want to listen to that again or if you didn't listen to it before, check in, um, because there's a lot going on in Capricorn right now. And as Mars comes into Capricorn, it brings energy, it brings drive, it brings force and momentum, it can bring passion, it can also bring aggression and potentially conflict. And this planet is coming into the part of your chart that has a lot to do with your priorities, with your big picture ideas, and with your sense of purpose. So when I was referencing your horoscope from last month, and I was saying, you've clarified something for yourself. There is um, some, some peace around your purpose or the way that you're working in the world that you understand you don't want to continue. You want to do something in a different way. Use Mars's transit in this part of your chart to um, break new ground, to use your intuition, to do things differently. For those of you who are involved in academics or higher learning institutions or some kind of um, high teachings or high wisdom uh, spaces, whether you are teaching or whether you're part of some kind of administration um, or you're a student, then this is a really important transit for you to be working very clearly with your um, intention around wisdom and knowledge. There have been a lot of um, traditions and, and institutions that have been built up on like top-down knowledge, this idea that, you know, students come in knowing nothing and the institution is going to fill their head with knowledge. Um, that is an old model. We want to move more into participatory, experiential, and creative learning and collective learning. At the same time, we also really want to value and honor wisdom and find ways to value and honor elders without being redundant, without uh, getting stuck in boxes and formulas. So as you work through these um, kinds of systems of knowledge, and this goes as well for those of you outside of these institutions who are just thinking about your purpose in life, how can you honor your elders and really carry on traditions that you feel connected with without needing to be redundant? Don't be a copycat. Be yourself. Do the new thing. Do it with reverence. Do it with respect and advocate for yourself to be doing it 
differently. If you're involved with publishing and broadcasting, I want to say that now is an especially important time for you to be focused on um, getting information out into the world that is future forward, that is helping us to make transitions and culture shifts and consciousness shifts. And finally, if you are involved with travel or multiculturalism of any kind, now is an excellent time for you to be really thinking critically about the ways that you engage with these ideas. Um, of course, there's a lot of need for us to transition away from fossil fuels. There's also a lot of need for um, us and especially anybody who's coming from a white or economically privileged or Western background to understand how forces of um, uh, colonization and um, ex exotification of, of others have um, participated in creating a world that has quite a lot of injustice and exploitation in it. So if you're involved in travel and multiculturalism, really push uh, political awareness, push um, awakening, um, and, and see if you can make inroads within your field or within this area to bring about new ideas. New ideas are the name of the game for you this month. And um, at the new moon and the full moon, you really want to be focusing on them. So we'll have a new moon at um, four degrees of Aquarius on January 24th. Check your natal chart. If you have planets or points at four Aquarius, these planets and points will be highlighted by the new moon. The new moon is bringing a lot of new energy. It's a lot of breakthrough energy coming with it. But leading up to the new moon, there may be a sense of frustration and compression. So the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, if you're feeling like your head's about to explode, don't worry. Remember that frustration very often precedes breakthrough. So work gently with your own frustration, but then be open to breakthrough. Be open to the new ideas. When you feel really fucking done with something, that's the moment that you're about to change. This is a great time to set intentions for the next 12 uh, months of your life from this new moon to the next new moon in Aquarius. What do you want to manifest in your career? What do you want to manifest in your offerings to the world and in your public image? Who are you? Who are you going to be when you grow up? What are your ideas? It's time for a new idea. Um, set your intentions on those new ideas. February 8th and 9th, we'll have a full moon in Leo. The full moon is always in opposition between the sun and the moon. Now the sun is at 20 Aquarius and the moon is at 20 Leo. So this full moon is illuminating the axis between your external manifestation, your work in the world, your career, who you're going to be when you grow up, and what keeps you grounded your home, your family, your private life, where you nourish and nurture yourself, where you retreat to. Around the full moon, it's a great time for you to get cozy, to connect with those who really know who you are, and um, to be with your roots, to let your roots deepen. And that can mean a lot of things. Connect with family, connect with chosen family, connect with your home, connect with the earth, but allow yourself to remember your roots and remember that we root to rise. All right, my friend, I'm wishing you all the best for Aquarius season. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.